Christmas and welcome to Today with Marilyn and Sarah. Oh my goodness, are we excited to hang out with you and celebrate Jesus' birth at this time? Fantastic. I love the Christmas holidays and you might be watching right now and maybe you're not such a whippy, you know, Christmas fan. Maybe it reminds you of some bad experiences or you feel lonely, kind of brokenhearted at this time. Maybe there's some loss or some grieving that's happened for you around this time of the holidays. So we'd love to pray for you. Hop on the phone, get on the website, and we know that God answers prayer. And I believe that this season, Jesus can be more real to you potentially this year than he ever has been up to this point in your life. So we'd love to pray for you and partners, of course. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for helping us to cover the earth with the word. Without you, we could not do what we do. You are bringing life, love, hope, uh, Jesus to the whole planet. So thank you for helping us do that. And, you know, Mom, when we think about Christmas, um, we, we always celebrated Christmas. You know, we had our our, our that white flocked tree. Remember <laughs> oh, yes. that? And, I remember that tree. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and how long do we have that tree? Oh, Sarah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe 15 years. Yeah. Maybe. And it kept like flaking off. Right. And every year right. there was a little bit less of the, less more tree. of the wires sticking yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> What's one of your favorite memories from Christmas? I think I got to fix certain foods that you all liked. So, you know, I would fix that special jello, cherry jello that everybody raved over. And then I had a dressing, you know, that was kind of spicy that everybody liked. So I really liked cooking at that time, you know, because I could be more active in cooking. And that was fun for me. I think also seeing uh, grandchildren open presents, that just warms your heart. Mm -hmm. So I was very blessed to be near my grandchildren on your side. And uh, I love that. Mm -hmm. I remember when I was growing up, we always would after Christmas, we'd unwrap the presents because we did them on Christmas Eve, right? So the 24th, right. we would unwrap and all the wrapping paper. Dad, we had that giant fireplace. I'm yeah. looking at this one here and I'm like, woohoo. Yeah. It reminds me of like fireplace. Dad, we took all the wrapping paper and we'd put it, we'd torch it, right? We'd throw it in the in the fireplace. But one year, Dad got really excited and we, there was a wreath that was hanging over the fireplace and the fire was so like really, really big. It started to come out of the fireplace and almost- Oh, to the wreath? Yeah. I, I no, you yelled that. at him. You're wow. like, Wally, Wally, <laughs> stop. <laughs> and I remember as a little girl like, whoa. <laughs> that was kind of fun. Clearly that made an impression on me. <laughs> but you know, I want to encourage our, our viewers. As you're watching today, I want to encourage you that God is present with you in this Christmas. And we're going to be looking at Psalm 23 to see the names of God in this Psalm and what this looks like for you at Christmas time. And so the first name of God, I'd encourage you to think about, it's the very beginning of the Psalm. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. And I love that God is our shepherd. That implies that I'm a sheep and that you're a sheep. And you might be needing some direction in your life. That's one of the things I love about shepherds. They provide direction as well as protection and, and resources, provision, all that. But a lot of times the shepherd, the sheep follow the shepherd. Jesus says that in John 10, my sheep know my voice. They follow me and the voice of a stranger, they will not follow. And maybe you need some direction in your life. 
you're struggling, saying, I got to make some decisions. You're thinking about the upcoming year. And what, where, what are the choices? That, what are the decisions I need to make? And we want to pray for you that God would help you to have direction and God's input on decisions and choices that you need to make. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We'd love to pray for you that God, you would experience and know God as your good shepherd. The other thing too is when you do, I have this really cool book. It's one of my latest books out called The Hope Factor. And I would challenge and encourage you to grab your copy of this book. It's a great resource, particularly at Christmas when you might feel a little despondent or like you're a little low on hope. This will really put hope into your tank and give you some fresh fuel. But when I think also about God as our shepherd, the Lord is my shepherd. I appreciate that if I kind of stray, the good shepherd always comes out to look for me and to find me and to restore me back to the sheepfold. I also appreciate that sometimes it's interesting with a shepherd back in the day that when this psalm was written, if a sheep would continually go astray, a shepherd, this is what a shepherd would do. If he knew he had a straying sheep, that was just kind of their mindset, their behavior. That shepherd would go and retrieve the sheep multiple times. But there was also a time where a shepherd might, might hurt a sheep, uh, like break their leg. But, and you're like, that sounds horrible. But what that happened is the shepherd would keep the sheep around his neck so that the sheep was very familiar, grooved, comfortable, and was acquainted with the shepherd. So when the sheep healed, when, when you know, he could walk again, that sheep knew the smell, the, the presence, the, the whatever of the shepherd, and was very connected and attached. And that would cause a sheep to stop straying and wandering. And maybe for you in your life, maybe you've gone through some difficult times Maybe you have some wounds and some hurts, but maybe those are opportunities to hang on to Jesus, to let kind of snuggle in and rest on his shoulders, that he is your good shepherd. And by doing that, you come to know, come to trust, come to be more familiar, get more closely connected, cuddled in with Jesus. And I encourage you, if you've had some despondent, discouraging things happen to you, it's the opportunity for you to know Jesus is your shepherd. I'm not saying like you're the straying, wandering sheep, but I am saying that when we go through those valleys, difficult times, it's a really unique invitation opportunity for us to snuggle into Jesus and to let Jesus be our good shepherd. So if that's a struggle for you right now and you're finding like I just kind of fixate on the difficulties and the hardships and the pain, we'd love to pray for you that you would have kind of a, a refocus that Jesus will be your shepherd and that you cling to him and have him really strong, snuggled around and you sense and recognize Jesus as your good shepherd. Hop on the phone, get on the website. We'd love to pray for you that you would know Jesus in a deeper way as your personal good, good shepherd. At Christmas time, Psalm 23 offers great peace and insight into some of the precious names of God. For your gift of $50 or more, we will send you the 7 I Am's of Psalm 23 journal and DVD teaching. This beautiful hand-painted journal perfectly complements Marilyn's teaching of the seven hidden names of God in Psalms 23. We will also send you Marilyn and Sarah's three CD teaching, Psalms, A Pathway to the Heart of God, and Sarah's The Hope Factor booklet. 
for your gift of $100 or more, we will include the Psalm 23 blanket, made of luxurious Nordic fleece featuring these seven names of God. For your gift of $1,000 or more, we will send you the Psalm 23 bronze statue of Jesus gently holding a sheep. This custom-designed piece has Jehovah Rohi, the Lord is my shepherd, engraved on a brass plate on the wood base. This Christmas, experience God in a very special way through Psalm 23. Call or click today for this anointed resource. It's an opportunity to set time aside with family, with friends, and celebrate the King of Kings. Christmas means to me that that's when the light of the world came in. Without Christmas, like, you don't have Good Friday. Without Good Friday, you don't have Easter. Without Easter, you don't have salvation. It's not all about the more you, like, receive, but it's just about just appreciating, like, for what you are given and, like, what you have. A new birth. You know, Jesus was born, obviously, but we have a new birth also through salvation. And also, we're going to have a new life in heaven someday. So for me, it's just, uh, it's that hope of renewal and new life. To me, it's a special day that you get to remember what God did for us and why we are who we are and why we can be free. I hope that testimony was so encouraging to you. And I think it's really important for us to hear from different people how God is participating, moving in their lives. So it also raises our awareness that God is working and moving in your life. And you know, as we think about Jesus, our good shepherd, I think it's such a powerful, powerful thing to really consider in this season. Because I think, you know, the, there's all kinds of distractions, you know, all kinds of festivities, all kinds of activities we've got to do and extra work, extra cooking, clean, you know, wrapping, all this stuff. But let's remember in this season that Jesus is our shepherd. Jesus is our shepherd and he is guiding and directing our steps. And we don't follow the stranger's voice, the stranger that would lead you into despair, the stranger that would try to deceive you, the stranger that would accuse and try to bring you down. But Jesus is our good shepherd and he gives us life. He lifts us up and he does amazing things. So when you think about Psalm 23 and you think about Jesus being our shepherd, I think it's a beautiful picture of who Jesus is, but also that we are sheep and that we can trust Jesus as our good, good shepherd. And you know, mom, it's not only that Jesus is our good shepherd, but in Psalm 23, there are several other names of God that are uh -huh. associated with Psalm 23. What's one, what's another name of God? Well, another name is uh, Jehovah Tzitkanu, which is the Lord, our righteousness. Because I think sometimes we think, oh, I blew it. You know, I, how can God forgive me? But he does forgive us when we repent. He does forgive us and he gives us his righteousness. And that's amazing to me that I could have a gift of righteousness. So Sarah, I have some scripture here that I think would be very helpful. This is Jeremiah 23, five through six. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that I will raise to David a branch of righteousness a king shall reign and prosper and execute judgment and righteousness in the earth. In his days, Judah will be saved. Israel will dwell safely. 
Now this is his name by which he will be called, the Lord our righteousness. You know, you just think, God, I, I'm such a mess. But when you have Jesus, you know, he can be your righteousness. And here it is telling it very clearly in Jeremiah. I like Jeremiah a lot. And so I see where he lived in a lot of destruction, a lot of dirt and filth. The nation was going down the drain. He had to keep his eye that the Lord was his righteousness. And Jesus, he's called the righteous branch. Well, we are his body because we say, well, how am I related to that? We often see ourselves as still being unrighteous and full of sin. And when you receive Jesus, you repent of your sin. And what does he do? Honey, what we get here is his righteousness. Now you can call us and I have the seven I am's of Jesus of Psalm 23. I'd love for you to have this. And you can just kind of write down what each one is and it will be special to you. Believe me, I know this by practice. And then the seven I am's of Psalm 23, I have teaching on it and you can listen to it. And I like this because this is the kind of thing you can listen to again and again. And so this will be great for you. And, you know, folks, this is a special time of year. And I think we're seeing a lot of junk in the whole world. Our nation all around us, oh, yuck, five times. And so I think we need to know that he is righteous and that he's made unto us righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. He's made that to us. It's not our righteousness, but when we accept him, we accept his righteousness. Now, listen to this. This is very encouraging. 1 Corinthians 1.30, But of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness, and sanctification and redemption. I'm saying these things several times because I want you to get it because it seems too good to be true. Man, that I have his righteousness. And then 2 Corinthians 5, this is all Bible. I'm not going to give you anything that is not Bible. And it's in verses 17, 18, and 21. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, are you born again? Are you in Christ? He's a new creation. Old things have passed away. And all the junk you've done, that's passed away. Behold, all things have become new. He can make everything new. And that is awesome to me. We repent. We receive him. He makes everything new. And now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. You know, folks, I like to tell people you can repent, you are forgiven, you are cleansed. I love that we can say this. I mean, you can have wholeness, W-H-O-L-E-N-E-S-S, because of Jesus that we can become the righteousness of God in him. So you say, oh, I've been a thug. I've been a mess. 
But when you receive Jesus, you get his righteousness. You say, well, I don't have much. No, you don't. I don't either. But I have his. And as children of God, we are righteous. Is this wonderful? We have right standing with God. Righteousness means basically the quality of being right. I want to I say that again because I think that's so simple that you almost have to hear it several times to get it. As children of God, we are righteous. We have right standing with God. Righteousness means the quality of being right. That really helps me. And this may be something you want to say several times a day. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Oh, what a beautiful thing to remind us for Christmas, for the new year, for our lifestyle. I think Christmas means joy first and foremost because of the birth of Christ and um, also excitement, just that there was a gift that was given to us. Um, and, and I think most importantly, it's hope. Christmas is all about the gift and that's why we give gifts, is because of the gift that was given to us. You know, being a father and a, and a husband, all the Christmases with my family of um, our traditions, you know, we, we go to church on Christmas Eve and come home and have green chili casserole, which is, is always good, and then getting up and having Christmas brunch together and uh, opening presents. Christmas mean to me is to give us hope. I know Christmas is Jesus born for me, is my savior. It's a beautiful time to be able to pause and reflect on the best gift that we've ever been given, which is, you know, the love of God. At Christmas time, Psalm 23 offers great peace and insight into some of the precious names of God. For your gift of $50 or more, we will send you the 7 I Am's of Psalm 23 journal and DVD teaching. This beautiful hand-painted journal perfectly complements Marilyn's teaching of the seven hidden names of God in Psalms 23. We will also send you Marilyn and Sarah's three CD teaching, Psalms, A Pathway to the Heart of God, and Sarah's The Hope Factor booklet. For your gift of $100 or more, we will include the Psalm 23 blanket made of luxurious Nordic fleece featuring these seven names of God. For your gift of $1,000 or more, we will send you the Psalm 23 bronze statue of Jesus gently holding a sheep. This custom-designed piece has Jehovah Rohi, the Lord is my shepherd, engraved on a brass plate on the wood base. This Christmas, experience God in a very special way through Psalm 23. Call or click today for this anointed resource. I think many times we hear wonderful teaching and we think, oh, oh, I can't remember everything. And the seven I am's in Psalm 23 are marvelous. And, you know, we've taught on that, but do you remember it? And so I'd love for you to have the DVD of it and we have it available for you. And then the seven I am's of Psalm 23 that you can just write down what they are to you. You know, what is that? I'm the good shepherd. What are those seven I am's? Does he lead you and guide you? And you can just kind of write down your own history with these seven wonderful names of God. They are so wonderful. And I like to write down things because 
I can forget them and I'll think, oh, what was that? What was that name? What was it? But if I have it written down, and then I can also share it with others. So I think what you write down, you get a lot of mileage out of. And Sarah, you have something special to share with us at this time. Yeah, what is that? It's uh, We're continuing on these names of God, but you might be watching right now and maybe you feel flustered in the Christmas season. Maybe there's too, man, too many activities, too many demands, too many responsibilities. Maybe you lost a loved one in this time and it reminds you, it's kind of a grieving time. Maybe you have some estrangement with a family member or, or you're just kind of disconnected. Maybe you've removed and you're kind of disconnected from like a community and you feel lonely. And we would love to pray for you. No matter what the need is in your life, hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you. And when you do, I'd encourage you as well, grab your copy of my newest booklet, The Hope Factor. This is a really, really helpful short, concise, but super meaty um, infusion of hope into your life. So grab a copy of this and it'll be a great resource for you. But as we kind of wrap up today, I want you to think of this as well. These names of God in Psalm 23, they're all lots and lots of names. There's different ones, but I want to finish with this one that the Lord is my shepherd. He leads me beside uh he leads me beside quiet waters and he makes me lie down in green pastures. And I would propose to you that this is Jesus who is our peace, Jehovah Shalom. And I think, man, do I think this is the season when we need peace because with all of the activity, the hustle, the bustle, the parties, the festivities, all the things we've got to do, extra responsibilities, here going here and going there. Sometimes I think we can get on a little bit of a gerbil wheel. And it just feels almost frenzied and we can run ourselves ragged and we can neglect experiencing Jesus as our peace in a very busy season. But at the same time, God wants to give you peace in your soul, peace in your heart. And I appreciate this term Jehovah Shalom. Shalom in Hebrew is a really powerful, <laughs> super intense, very dense word. It doesn't only mean peace. It also means wholeness, completion, wellness. And so when you tell somebody Shalom, it's you, a lot of times we just do the quickie peace idea. But the fuller meaning of the word is that there is completion, wholeness, wellness, um, benefic beneficial, satisfaction. There's, there's stability, contentment. These are all things that roll into the word shalom. And you, you might be watching right now and maybe you don't feel whole. Maybe you feel fragmented, fractured, scattered. You feel unsatisfied. You're like, I just, I'm not happy. I'm not content. I'm not settled. I don't have peace in my soul. And we would love to pray for you to know Jehovah Shalom. The Lord is your peace. The Lord is your wholeness, your contentment, the completeness that maybe you feel like, well, I got to find it in a person. I got to find it in an activity <clears throat> or an achievement. Or maybe I need to find peace in, in, in some serenity and not, not doing everything. But I believe that the full reality of shalom, Jesus as our shalom, only is experienced in, the, in a really strong connection with Jesus. So I would encourage you to hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you.
that you would know Jesus in a deep way. And maybe you've never asked Jesus to come into your life, into your heart. And this is the perfect time to do it. <laughs> this is the season when we celebrate the birth of Jesus. So maybe this is your opportunity as well to ask Jesus to come into your heart, to come into your life. Because when Jesus comes into our lives, he completes us. He's the one who makes us whole. He's the one that gives us serenity and stability in our hearts, no matter what's going on around us. Jesus is the one who anchors us in a, in a grounded, deep, settled contentment peace that no matter what's happening around with relationships or your finances or your health or whatever, that Jesus is your peace. So we would love to pray for you. If you've never asked Jesus to come into your heart, come into your life, hop on the phone, and we want to pray one-on-one -on -one with you that you would invite Jesus to come in to your heart, to your life, and to be your Lord and Savior. This is the best season. <laughs> this is the best gift of God, is sending God's Son, Jesus, to be a gift for us, to us, in a, in a vibrant relationship with God. That's, the, that's what this is, a vibrant relationship with God. So we love to pray for you. And if you're frazzled, you feel unsettled, you have a lot of anxiety, a lot of worry, of course, hop on the phone because we can pray and God will bring uh, peace into your heart to repel the anxiety, the fear, the worry that God is our peace and he can give you peace even in this busy season. I think that um, there's so much joy in Christmas that it means to me just, just a time of joy, celebration, but also I love the way that there's light and there's festivity because it really brings it back to the love of Christ. What Christmas means to me is honestly it's like a joyful day. Um, spending time with my family, you know, sharing gifts because we love giving gifts to each other. It's all about relationship for me now. It's not about the Christmas presents or any anything external or materialistic. It's more so about having the relationships and building memories and actually cultivating an atmosphere of family. It's really just a fabulous opportunity this time of year to um, reach out to people that are open to hearing about Jesus that might not otherwise be. At Christmas time, Psalm 23 offers great peace and insight into some of the precious names of God. For your gift of $50 or more, we will send you the 7 I Am's of Psalm 23 journal and DVD teaching. This beautiful hand-painted journal perfectly complements Marilyn's teaching of the seven hidden names of God in Psalms 23. We will also send you Marilyn and Sarah's three CD teaching, Psalms, A Pathway to the Heart of God, and Sarah's The Hope Factor booklet. For your gift of $100 or more, we will include the Psalm 23 blanket, made of luxurious Nordic fleece featuring these seven names of God. For your gift of $1,000 or more, we will send you the Psalm 23 bronze statue of Jesus gently holding a sheep. This custom-designed piece has Jehovah Rohi, the Lord is my shepherd, engraved on a brass plate on the wood base. This Christmas, experience God in a very special way through Psalm 23. Call or click today for this anointed resource.